Hi guys, my name's Ava Janja. I'm Michaela Fortune. And this is The Aveda Show. Today we'll be talking about conspiracy theories, but first of all, here's our Drag Race segment of the week. Oh god, we're getting into it really quickly today, aren't we? We've got a tight schedule, hon, we've got to burn it up. Oh honey, okay, so um, there was no mini challenge this week, but we are talking about All Stars 5 Season 4. So um, so we start off going back into the work room after um, whose elimination was it? Uh, it was um, Mariah. Okay, so after Miss Mariah's elimination, um, so it didn't really seem that eventful. Like I can't remember much happening. Yeah, they were just sort of like, oh yeah, Mariah, she's gone. Oh, she wrote a lot on the board, but then. It was revealed that two queens voted for Shea Kule to go home, and those two queens were Mayhem Miller and uh, Alexis Mateo. Oh, Mayhem's motherfucking confessional! Like I'm in deep shit, basically. Same. I mean, I mean, it's true. It's true. She is in deep shit. Um. Okay, so um, that is fun and fresh and shit. So um, this week there was no mini challenge, but the maxi challenge was to be put into pairs or groups of three and do little skits for she and Z. Neither, we don't have TMZ because we are in the UK, so we really didn't know what this was meant to really be, but... Well, I understood it to be sort of like BuzzFeed, but like on TV, essentially. I guess, yeah. Okay, Um. so, I mean, I first of all, the sort of studio room where all the straight daddy guys are giving their straight daddy ideas i get that's probably what actually happens but i just didn't like it it was like i actually watched some tmz afterwards to get an idea of what it was and that's basically what it is okay well fair enough but like they couldn't really mess that bit up because it yeah it was just it wasn't part of it. it was just setting up the next group yeah um and then so first of all we had it wasn't Miss Quacker's team, was it? No, it was Shay and Alexis. Oh, Shay and Alexis. Alexis is make disgusting. Ugh. I just hated Alexis in that, to be honest. I feel like she cut Shay off and she was way too loud. Honestly, when I was watching that, I was like, girl, is this the bitch in All Star Season 3 with Milk? Like, girl. It felt like that. It very it had that energy. Yeah. Shay yeah. was good. Mm. Yeah, but Honestly, like, it was it wasn't the best um, performance for either of them. I think, you know. No, yeah, it was just meh. It was just safe. Yeah, like nothing exciting happened apart from, like, um. Oh, I'm putting f- food in my bra because okay, I- that was the uh, best bit. I mean, honestly, the bit where she said I'm saving this for later and put it in the bra, yeah. like, I relate. And that's sad because it shouldn't have been the best bit, but it was. Then it was Ms. Cracker, Jujubee, and Blair St. Clair. In the... It was a parody of that college admission thing that was... Yeah. Um... Okay, so um, Miss Cracker, off the bat, she, she funny. was really funny. The even bit just... where she looked out the window, like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, honestly, all of them were really good, but Blair, she did the least, and she was the least funny. But she had, like, yeah. two lines. But I think because her role was more of, like, a role to set up the other's jokes. 
yeah, like she did her role well, but there wasn't much to it. It was just like, oh my god, mommy. That was it. That was it. That was and, it. It, and she did good with what she had, but like the bit where like they were having a secret lesbian lovers affair, like lesbian rights. Hello. hello. Yeah, lesbians. I think, I think the whisper scene went on for a little bit too long. Like they could have cut that out a little bit. Because it went on for what seemed for ages, but like, but like that's the good thing about it. Like. Yeah, but um, honestly, there's I I think it was the best because um that brings us on to mayhem scene with and India. India. I liked it. I uh, I personally don't think India should have been in the bottom because she saved it with the donut licking and the like dropping vases out of her pussy. Like I thought that was just like well, honestly, like. That was probably in the script or something, not gonna lie. You know? No, I don't think the dropping the vases was the script thing. I don't know, but I do agree with the judges saying that she was sort of like one tone. Bitch, I was about to say one pitch. Like, you read me to filth a few weeks ago for saying that. I did. I, and, and, and I would again. Okay, so, um, yeah, so she was sort of like. Um, one note, yeah. Yeah. So I do agree with the judges with that, but she was definitely funnier than Mayhem. Like Mayhem didn't really do anything. Like she didn't do yeah, much. Like Mayhem was more like like Blair. She was just there to set up every joke. Yeah. Um. I okay. So um. Next is on to the runways. Woo. Um. So camouflage couture. Yeah, category is camouflage couture. So Thanks. first, just um, yeah. I, which I was really <laughs> okay, so um, first up is Juju B with her cape and her camo, and like, it's iconic. Concept was nice, but I wish there had been like a rhinestone or, on it or something, like some detailing on the cape because it was just sort of. I just bit, wish mm. there was a necklace or like even you know rather cape sort of joined up. Like, yeah, I wish there was like a chain on it or something, like rather than it yeah. being just like a nude cape with a camouflage dress. On period, I could see this like at a big event, like the Oscars or the oh, yes, or yes, definitely. Next was oh, hang on, but quick thing before, before we move on, I like the wig, but I didn't really like the purse. I didn't I like the purse or the shoes, the red didn't go with anything then, yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, the wig, the wig went well. And, like, her makeup, mm. it did sort of match the vibe of which, like, army rifle, whatever she was going for, I can't remember. Okay, so next up is Miss Quacker. Um, so... I mean, iconic. I mean, it was serving me Ariana Grande in Rain on Rain. Okay, yeah, so she was in some sort of, like, knee-high stocking-type things. Like, it, it was serving me everything. Yeah, bitch, I was just describing it for the listeners. Actually, I don't care. Yours can, like, look it up because I don't they know how to describe know. it. If you know, you I, know. I, I, I like the bra, but I don't like the um, accent, uh, the sort of accentuated bits for the quote-unquote boobs. I don't think it looked good, like, that bit. But the rest of it, I loved. Oh, I loved it. I loved all of it. It was, like, Ariana Grande, but, like, blonde. Also, also, the way the hair was done, like, rather, let's say, like, scrunchy rather would have been. That's also given me milk vibes when she had the hair pull out thing, like, the doll. Yes. 
very much so. Um, I really like the choker, but I wish that it was sort of studded all the way around because it was turned slightly, so you could see the bits where it wasn't studded. Mm. Mm. But like the makeup definitely matched. Okay, yeah. next up is Blair Sinclair. I hate. Oh it. my god, I loved this. It was like poison I- ivy. I didn't like. I didn't like the butterflies. The shoulders didn't really go well. I liked the hair, but um, also she looked like she was about to like trip over or rip the bloody. I think off. yeah. I think her flares should have been a bit shorter because she looked like she was tripping on them all the time. Yeah, I just didn't really like. It. I liked the shoes and the hair and the makeup, and that's about it. I just didn't like the outfit. Mm. Next up is okay. So next up is Shay Coulee. My favorite runway this season so far. Oh my god. Honestly, I don't have a bad thing to say about it. Apart it, was just, from... it was like Juno Birch. And also the fact that she based it off Richard Quinn, like my favorite designer, is just like. Yeah, I, I just don't have a bad thing to say about it, actually. The glasses were on point. The hair was on point. The little wrap thing was on point. The dress on point. The watering, the watering can. can that she probably painted herself. Iconic. Honestly, I love that. Also, like, the shoes. The shoes look really nice with it. Like, she f- went all in with that. She thought about it. She she yeah. thought and she did. Okay, so next up is Alexis Mateo. No. I no, I, no, no. I just... The run... The, the makeup ruined it for me. If, if it was just the dress, I I liked it. The and I wear it, but like the makeup, the way she stuck those, like it looks like you know, in um primary school when you'd be doing like the winter thing or whatever that was, and you'd be like you'd be given some paper and you'd be asked to fold it over and make a snowflake. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Alexis yeah, I, put that on her eyes. I just, but honestly, I can see that. I just preferred to um have this dress in season 12's, like, fucking Let It Go Monday or whatever. Oh, yeah, that would have made, her, made it home there. Yeah, I, I think that she should have done, like, go unconventional, but, like, this is barely recognisable as Camo. Like, well, I just don't get it. Like, obviously I get that it's, like, winter Camo, but if I didn't know the one-way challenge, then I wouldn't guess this was meant to be Camo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's a really pretty dress, but, like, it I wasn't... just don't like it. Like, it's a lovely dress, but, like, the makeup and the hair ruined it. Also, I wish Alexis would stop wearing those ponytail buns on top of her yeah. actual hair. Yeah. Well, she didn't for this challenge, because, like... Well, no, not for this challenge, for this one way. But, obviously, yeah. she did for the challenge. I'm not sure if that was meant to make it look more trashy, because her character was supposed to be kicked off the show for being trashy. Or if she just thought it actually looked good. I think she just thinks it looks good. Um, oh, Jesus. She... Okay, next up was, I think it was... Also, also, before that, I'm surprised Michelle didn't clock her on that makeup. Like, no one had a bad thing to say about that. Okay, so next up is Mayhem. She's in a sort of bodysuit type thing with pink, white, and green camouflage. It was a... nice, mm. but basic. I think it really so. I guess it make 
makes camo more campy because when I hear camo, I think fit on like um long sleeve sort of like army jacket with those like cargo trousers, all camo with the hat. But this is sort of bringing it more draggy, more like someone's gonna ride us out to the curb type shit, you know. Mm. My only thing is that her her lashes are a bit clunky for this. I'm not sure because I have the runways up, but Michaela, however, does not. So... I don't because I can remember them because I watched the episode only yesterday. Yeah. But also her padding. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, everything was on point. It's just like, it's like the most go-to concept. Well, clearly not because no one else did it. Oh no, because um, I think everyone else was like trying to get us out of it. Yeah. Okay, so next up is India, India Fowler. Um, I mean, it was like, I, I can see what kind of concept she had, like the whole video game villain stuff. But she didn't really bring. Oh, yeah, she was trying to be like a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, Jesus. Um... <laughs> also, my only problem with it is that she called a kimono a kimono, and I'm like, Yeah, I just didn't like this outfit. No. I, I don't think the boots should have been black like they were. It wasn't and the weirdest I... one. I just think it wasn't the best either. It was in the middle of the road. I just don't like it. Like, it doesn't look nice. But at least it was on the theme, XOXO Alexis Mateo. Um, and that Alexis is. Alexis the... was on theme. Okay, huh? Pardon? Never mind. Yeah, can't keep going. Okay, so, um, and that is the end of the runways. Um, now on to um, the highs and the lows. So, of... India Farah and Mayhem Miller are the bottoms. I kind of agree. But I think they, it should have. I think I think Alexis should have been on the bottom instead of one of them. Were they judging in groups or individually? It was meant to be individual, but it just ended up being the group. Okay, in that case, probably Alexis. But I think what saved her was that, like, I'm I'm putting it in my tits because I think they might be. Yeah, she put food in the tits. India put glass in her pussy. Yeah, I think that because Alexis is like the only dramatic one they might be keeping her to paint her as the villain because i i see her being the new villain of the season after like that one episode miss cracker type moment you know Mm. so that's i think that's why they're keeping her and the top of the week was miss cracker honestly she i agree i mean she was the best one like yeah undeniably i think jujube was like close also, I know we're, we're past talking about the challenge, but the bit where Miss Cracker said, when Lady Gaga said there could be 100 people in a room, you were shocked. And I was like, oh. Right. That just made me absolutely weak. I just died. I don't get it, but okay. Well, no, um, you know the whole quote, like, there could be 100 people in a room, and 99 of them don't believe in you, but one of them does. And it, and I, that's all that matters. And she was making a joke about Jujube not having anyone coming to her show. When Lady Gaga said there could be a hundred people in a room, you were shocked. Oh, look. Okay. Ha 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 ha. No. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm having to explain my jokes to someone who's a dog. Shut up. I'm just not as faggoty as you. Because that's gay and then there's faggot. Wow. So... None of you have seen Ava in real life, I guess. Shut up. Okay, so, um, Miss Cracker definitely deserved that win. Um, yeah. So, um, 
do you agree with actually no before we talk about Cracker's choice um the lip sync so this week's lip sync oh. assassin was Morgan McFucking Michaels I mean she looks pretty good for a dead bitch I mean she's just iconic I mean but I don't really know where she's a lip sync assassin because she's only ever won one lip sync in the entirety of Drag Race I mean now and she's won two but like do you think they're taking outside of Drag Race sort of into into consideration for bringing them back I think they might be because like they could be like oh that's see some of her performances and then bring someone back based on that alongside their drag race thinks. okay yeah who knows um so that that lip sync was absolutely iconic um first of all i loved um miss cracker's look oh both of their looks i liked how they looked the same okay so um morgan had a cape at the start took it off so she was in a sort of sky-ish bodysuit um i don't know what's going on with her feet they look right um, the and she had a sort of crimp styled dirty blonde wig. I liked her outfit, you know. Yeah, it definitely was good for the sort of it. Yeah, it definitely did match Cracker's one because hers was also blue. And speaking of Miss Cracker, um, I loved every single piece of it. The outfit, the nails, the hair, the, the, the contacts. The... The bit where she went behind stage and started peeking out, like, iconic. Yeah, honestly, like... This is going to go down as one of the best lip syncs. Yeah, um, the double win was definitely... Deserved. But I I just wish that they'd actually sent the two queens home. That would have been iconic. Every time there's been there's every double elimination, there's always only been one queen. Yeah, and I just wanted something to change. Obviously, they can't really, like... I guess. They can't control it. Yeah. And they, they've already given a lip sync. And they may, yeah, so they can't make changes afterwards without the other queens exposing them after. But, um, yeah. Um, the song was perfect for them. Like, they put so much energy into it. And they did just so well in the lip sync. But, um, I, I don't think Morgan won. I don't think Morgan should have. It was more Cracker, to be honest. Cracker, yeah. But also that, um, you know, before the sort of beat drop type moment yes. where Cracker starts voguing, Cracker, like, looking at the judges like that, like, over her shoulder, that sent chills through me. Like, it made me feel a certain way, you know? Like, I... Imagine well... being straight for Miss Cracker, like... No, girl, it was iconic. Uh... Um... But also, we love and Mayhem just being like, yes, essentially, like, showing that fucking performance. Because um, I'm just having another quick look at it. But it's, like, all over Instagram. Um, but, yeah, also, it was, I was so scared watching um, Morgan do her cartwheel moments, like, right by Cracker. Like, she could have fucking killed her. Like, like as in heel into eye into brain. That's a big problem. <laughs> okay, that's, if that's not the name of the episode, I don't know what. <laughs> well, Heal into that... eye into brain. Oh, God. Okay, so, um... What's going to say now? Shit. Um, so, yeah, Mayhem going home. I agree with it, I guess. Like, she probably... 
out of the two, she did the worst. Yeah. I mean, like, I still think that she had the better outfit on the runway. But, like... To be honest, we have to move on to the elimination because we have an entire episode and we're 20 minutes in. Okay, so, um, Mayhem got eliminated. Fair enough. And yeah. that is the end of our Drag Race segment. And just to let you guys know... For season two of the Invader Show and onwards, we will be having a separate podcast for our drag race reviews. So yes, yes. we aren't talking up, up the main episode anymore. Yeah, anymore. Okay, so um, on to the main topic: conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories are everywhere in life. You can love them. I love conspiracy theories. Yeah, you you can't. Them. You can't go anywhere without them. The ice cream machine isn't working at McDonald's. Conspiracy. Yeah, there's conspiracy theories about what your dog ate for dinner or about the moon landing. There's conspiracy theories everywhere about everything. Um, and From Russian princesses to lost Portuguese children. Yeah. Um, and we can't... We were going to talk about a certain person as he was the king of conspiracy theories. However, literally, like, over the past, like, two years... Cancelled, concealed, consoled, discontinued, sold uh, out... Um, completely demonetized for his entire channel. Um, Racism. Um, other isms. I don't know. An apology um, video that blamed everyone else. Pedophilia. Um, we should stop talking before we get cancelled. If okay, yeah. if if we're famous in the future and you also listen to this now, um, thanks just, for sticking with it. To be honest, no, I just mean. tweet us and say the windows are looking pretty today. Um, maybe in like ten years we'll see this and be like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so oh conspiracy theories. We're deleting all of these. No, um, so, no, we're not. Well, the first one, is, one is my favorite, favorite drag name, Madeline McCann. Find her. No, I'm kidding. It's Madeline McCann. The disappearance yeah. of Madeline McCann. This week, a drag queen followed me the. No, I think it was a drag queen followed me the other day called Madeline McCann. Find her. Like I know, honestly, I. Who thinks of that shit? That's not probably my favorite drag name. Okay, so um, if you don't know, for some backstory, Madeline McCann um was kidnapped in two thousand and three after her parents left her in a holiday flat to go drinking with their friends. Um, so me as a parent, there were also like, she also had a sibling in the room, like one or two siblings in the room, but they were still there, and um. So it's been she's been missing for according to Wikipedia, thirteen years and needy two months. Um, she there has been billions of pounds spent on trying to find her over the past thirteen years, and like, I mean Scotland, not like everywhere's been involved, like Scotland Yard, um, like the entire the Portuguese UK, police, the Portuguese police, yes, um. And the only thing that's unique about her, apart from her parents being negligent assholes, is her weird eye defect. And that's, it's them to spend billions of pounds going off of an eye defect, trying to find a three-year-old child who went missing over a decade ago who probably died on the first night. Yeah, so, honestly, she was probably killed. Yeah, so um, there was a documentary made about her, sort of talking about these conspiracy theories, and the main theories are about her parents. Um, oh yeah, also um, recently, as in like 
a month ago, like at the start of June, German police believe that a convicted sex offender took Madeline and they believe that she is dead. Which probably um, isn't, I mean, it's not a surprise. I mean, so that's a few billion pounds that could have been spent on other things such as free school meals, helping poverty, or the NHS. But it's spent on a girl with an ID tax who's probably at the bottom of a river who's just a skeleton now. Um, and thank you for listening to our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and this has been our episode on government budget. What to do and what not to do. Okay, so, okay so um, her parents, they, they were heavily criticised already for leaving them, both of the children, in the flat. They apparently, apparently the mother checked up on her every like hour or so until she was found to be missing. Um, well, no, it so could that... have been even shorter than that because one of the suspects was looking for was checking up on Madeline, but they noticed the window open when it had been previously closed. But Madeline was still there, so it could have been that the person had intruded well before that. Yeah, or they'd just been there, heard someone coming up, ran out, and then went back in right afterwards. But you don't know whatever happened in that hour between when Madeline was there and when Madeline wasn't there. Anything could have happened. But um so the parents were heavily criticized for what they did and there's been a lot of conspiracy theories about them. The first one that came up really sort of like soon after this all came out to the public is that Madeline had died in a car crash and they tried to cover it up. I that's just a, I don't believe that one for a second. That's just a sort of dumb one, I guess. Because like um, surely people would notice that like the witnesses and shit. Yeah, like there's probably no record on it. Like on this the, is a, this the, one's a theory that is a bit it's not as widely talked about, but I believe it to be one of the true ones. And it's that the Portuguese, the hotel in Portugal, blamed, yeah. uh, made up the whole thing of that her parents are to blame to avoid people stopping to come to their resort. That's probably it. But um, yeah, so um, we are on Wikipedia right now looking at this. So um, one of the theories are that she just wandered off. But like, if the door was locked, then yeah, but. And how would she have gotten open the window? She was three years old. She was yeah, three years it just, old. It doesn't really sit right with me. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Another theory is that it was a burglary, a burglary gone wrong. So what I take from that is someone tried to rob the place. Madeline maybe like woke up and started like, making noise. So he took her. Which like, that, that to me that doesn't make sense because if someone's got in there with the with the purpose of robbing somewhere, they wouldn't just you, they'd be like, oh, a seven, like oh, a three year old, yeah, like they wouldn't just no, like I just said, she could have been like she could have three year old making seen... noise. Let's take that, like it's free real estate, like well, it's well, they were in a holiday apartment, probably near a ton of other ones, so he might have panicked and be like, oh, gonna take this child and cost the government billions of pounds over the pa- over the next 13 years um another theory is that it was planned like her parents had planned the abduction another theory 
is uh, there was there were um, one of the ladies that was in the tapas there. She was going to go check on Madeline because she had to check on her house. So she was like, I'll go check on your baby, too. And she saw a man who was looked like African. Yeah. With with a child, a little girl in pajamas. Mm hmm. Walking away from the Madeline house, like in in the direction opposite to them. Turns yeah. out that man was just a guy who was who was picking up his his daughter from the daycare that was there, which leads me to believe if there was a fucking daycare, why don't you just leave Madeline at the daycare? That is what brings me back to the point you skipped over. Um, the planned abduction. Yeah, that that's right. That's what leads me to believe there was some planning. Yeah, so um, the general consensus of this theory is that the parents wanted to be famous, so they staged for abduction of a child, and they chose Madeline because of the defect in her eye. Because that would be like, ooh, maybe we can possibly find her because she has this weird eye defect that makes her recognisable and totally not a waste of government resources. I'm Shut really up. going after the government. Ava's salty about Madeline. <laughs> Girl, no, I'm just like, you could have spent this money elsewhere. Like, also, where's where's the commitment for all the other missing people who are more likely to be found? Because, like, oops, sorry, we're looking at we're looking for a dead girl who we think is alive. Can't find the other child. Sorry. I mean, like, I know that they're like fifteen and more likely to be found. But Hello, you've reached the you've reached the Scotland Yard child abduction line. We are too busy looking for Madeline McCann right now. So if you could redirect your call to another line, that would be great. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Ooh, hang on. Um. Another theory says that um there was a pound sexual assaults going on around the holiday home but I don't want to get into that. Yeah, there were there were like guys going around. The, around the holiday home there have been sightings of men like lurking around and scoping out homes. Yeah. Wait, so um the but the new this isn't a TV about it, but the new German investigation is basically saying um there's a whole like the police had a breakthrough and it's all sort of being pieced together to I guess sort of oh what's the word? Like indicate that it's this German guy. Called um, Christian B. Yeah, like Christians like yeah, Christian something. They B. think Huh? Christian B. Cool. Yeah, Christian B. Oh, no, I saw his full name somewhere on a different article. Oh. I can't remember what it was, though. Um, So he is believed to have taken her, and that's why they think he is dead. Uh, that she is dead. So um, I kind of think she's in a basement somewhere. Ooh, maybe it's like those girls in Ohio who were kidnapped for, like, 10 years. Yeah, because, like, it's happened before. But, like, I kind of think she might be still alive. Ima- imagine if she's just like, oh, um, who's Madeline McCann? Like, work. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. She was kidnapped when she was three, and that's before you start forming, like, real memories. Yeah, so... At last. Just, I, I think she just doesn't know who she is. Imagine if she was released or something. Uh, like, released a few years ago and doesn't know who Madeline McCann I think, is. Because I think Christian B kidnapped her, got bored, released her, Telling her that she was like Lucy, 
Winster or something, and Lisa like she, I don't know, made up a name. Maybe then, she could have been brought up to think that she was actually just Portuguese, and like that. Yeah, like she part. learned Portuguese. She bought contacts. Yeah, and it's just like living her life somewhere. Yeah, and but that's just a cons- but that's just a theory, a conspiracy theory. See you guys next time. Thanks for no. watching. Okay, so next up on our conspiracy theory list is the Clinton body count. And I don't that... know shit about this, so Ava's going to talk about this one mostly. Okay, so um, this is a sort of shorter one because there's not a whole ton of stuff on the Wikipedia article. But um, the general theory is that um, Bill and Hillary Clinton have had numerous of their... Um, of their associates assassinated, and this was documented in a film in a pseudo documentary film called The Clinton Chronicles. Ooh, um, fun, fun title. Ooh, um, okay, so it's believed that they've assassinated 50 or more of their associates, um, and they think that it happened in the 1990s or so. Um, was he president now? I can't remember. Um, so one of the notable deaths was of Vincent W. Foster, who was a deputy, deputy White House counsel. Um, the, his death was ruled as a suicide by official investigators, but, um, people... Conspiracy theorists believe that he was killed by the Clintons, or like assassinated by the Clintons for knowing too much, and I, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Ooh, and another one: the unsolved twenty sixteen murder of a Democratic National Committee staff member, Seth Rich, um, prompted conspiracy theories to speculate that Hillary Clinton arranged his death. And that came from a news report. And so um, Rich was responsible for the WikiLeaks of the DNC emails. So the emails from Hillary Clinton's personal email account. So that does make sense. Like, he put out Hillary's private info, so she had him killed. Um, This article also mentions Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, of course it. I mean, there's all that stuff about the Clintons being pedophiles, no, because Bill Clinton was heavily involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, that's right. Um, Trump retweeted claims that the death that Epstein's death was related to the Clintons using the hashtag Clinton's body count, and then Patton, a Trump appointed, a Trump appointee, said Hillary. As in referring to, haha, you got Hillary, like you got assassinated. Um, I'm the okay, I don't think Trump's tweet is still up, but um, honestly, that makes sense. Like, um, Bill was president, Hillary was like an important person in the government, a needy president. Um, I think that they have killed a lot of people. What do you think? I kind of th- I think every politician's killed a guy. Like I don't, like I yeah. do. 
I fully believe every politician killed a girl. Probably, yeah. Um, so that was a short one. But next up is the North Korean kidnappings of foreigners. Foreigners yeah. being mainly Japanese people, but also um, European people and one person from the Middle East. Um, they were just So long story short, Middle East took some bitches. No, uh, yeah. North Korea took some bitches. Yeah, so these abductions were supposed to, well, not so much supposed to, are pretty much confirmed to have happened um, during a period of six years from 1977 to 1983, because a lot of these abductions have been proven. Um, so um, only 17 Japanese people have been officially recognised by the Japanese government of being of being abducted, but there may be hundreds of victims. And North Korea has only officially admitted to abducting 13 Japanese citizens. Um, let's have a look. Um, some of the victims were abducted to teach Japanese language and culture at North Korean spy schools. Just fucking ask them. Well, they probably say no, because like, even back then, North Korea North Korea would probably have had a bad stigma around it. So, um, honest, I, no, but I think one of they did because it was the seventies. They were leaving Kim Jong Il, and they pro. I mean, to be honest, I kind of think if you just scouted Japan for it, you could have just found someone because I'm I'm pretty sure there would have been someone willing to defect. <clears throat> yeah. Um. It looks like they were. Um. A lot of Japanese citizens. Um, were abducted from coastal areas, so likely because they were the easiest to get to and from from North Korea, rather than having to go into like further into the country. It is speculated that Japanese women were abducted to have them become wives to North Korean Japanese terrorists belonging to the Yodo Go terrorist group after a 1970 Japan Japan Airlines hijacking. Never not been able to pronounce Japan. Um, yeah, Japan. Oh, that's interesting. It looks like um most of the missing were in their twenties, but the youngest, Megami Yokota, was thirteen. So I'm not sure what they were planning to do with her because she can't teach Japanese because she's thirteen. But um, wives, yeah, child right. wives, child marriage. Oh, and she has. Ooh, she hasn't been found. Madeline McCann, you've got a friend. Oh. <laughs> okay, so she has been missing for 42 years. And so she would be in her 50s now. And she is, she hasn't been um, declared legally dead, but she is presumed to be dead. Like, no, no one's ever like, said anything about it. Um, the North Korean government has admitted to kidnapping her, but said she died in captivity, but that has not been confirmed. Um, and her parents and others in Japan have probably expressed their beliefs towards Yokota still being alive in North Korea, and they've. Well, yeah, I mean, public... you only admit to a kidnapping if you want the kidnapper to be like. You could just say she's dead. You could just like, oh no, yeah, she died. Don't come looking for her. That's what they've said. They said that she died in captivity, but no one knows if that's true or not. Like, I don't, yeah, personally, I think she's still alive because they would say, oh, she's dead on SARS. And then, yeah, it wouldn't so look. She, 
she would be fifty-five-ish now. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so I think she might be dead. Probably. I think she's alive. Yeah. Um. So, oh, in children slash spouses of Jap- of the victims returned. The three children of the Shimura family and the two children of the Hasuki family, who were born in North Korea, were allowed to rejoin their parents in Japan following the second visit of Japanese Prime Minister Koizumi to Pyongyang on May 22nd, 2004. They returned to Japan on July 18th, 2004. According to their parents and other relatives, all five children expressed a desire to remain in Japan and live as Japanese people. Yeah. Um, so... There is a picture at the start of the Wikipedia article, presumably of these children. Um, there's one child who is absolutely iconic in her in her red, red pantsuit, like suit moment. Her yeah. Oh god, is is that Chanel? No, she's. Okay, uh, are you wearing? Yeah, the North Korean red suit. Yes, I am. Yeah, she's no. like so... she's skipping down those steps, like. With her Birkin bag, like yeah. so. Um, back on to um. Oh God, what was her name again? Oh, Megumi. Um, it seems that she was taught Korean while she was there, alongside two South Korean high school students who were also who were abducted from South Korea. Oh my God! Um, Can we just like not abduct people, Jesus? Yeah. Oh, it looks like like. Um, it seems what I was saying before is most likely true because there were reports of her being dragged into a boat and took her straight to North Korea. So, because it's easier to do that rather than smuggling, rather than going halfway through the country than smuggling her back through the country. Oh, and it says that she allegedly died from depression on... Um, December 14th, 2004. So, I'm assuming that means suicide, which makes sense. Um, and that was uncovered in June 2012. But um, in, in 2004, she'd have been, because she was born in 64, so she'd have been like, I don't know how old, 40. Mm-hmm. Jesus, okay. That's wild. Um, but it is still widely believed that um, she's still alive. And it says, um, in a 2005 directory of, Pong- of Pyongyang residents, there's a woman listed as Kim Yoon Gong. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, with the same birthday as um, Yokota. Um, let's have a look. So they believe that that is her, but she'd be in her 50s by now. Oh, my God. Um, Current situation, 2004 to present. The North Korean government continues to claim that there were only 13 abductees and the issue has been resolved with the return of the five victims. However, the Japanese government claims that the issue has not properly been re-resolved and that all evidence provided by North Korea is forged. By May 2004, five abductees and their families, ten in total, returned from North Korea. However, a small number of alleged victims are still missing. Although then Chief Cabinet Secretary Haruyuki Hosoda 
commented on December 24th, 2004, unless honest measures are swiftly taken, we cannot help but impose strict measures in of possible sanctions. Ooh, have you seen the picture of uh, Magami's mother meeting with George US Bush. President George W. Bush? She is stylish as fuck, like, girl. Let me I'll see. see people, people oh, a fashion icon. She looks really pretty. Okay, so, um, so yeah, basically, general consensus is there's believed to be hundreds of people. Megumi's probably not dead, but actually probably is. Um, and there's just a shit ton of people taken. That is fun, and that's the end of this Phoebe session, I guess. And we're going to go through Unless you have anything else to say about I this. don't really. Okay, and speaking of not having anything else to say, we will be going to our break. Sadly, our sponsorship ended, so currently we cannot put in any sponsored segments because Anchor thought we were in America, but we weren't, so we aren't allowed to do advertising. We stand an international scandal, or were we just abducted by the American government? Oh, God. See... And that's a conspiracy theory. So we will be going to break and we will be back in a short So moment. our teleprompters can tell us what to say. And the gunmen can rest their arms while we're talking about North Korea. Because they are about to shoot me and they're looking at me like they want me to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we will see you guys in a minute. Looks like the Availer show is about to become the Michaela show, okay? <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. While you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And where possible, please rate and review the podcast. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back. We're back. Oh, synchronicity hand. Okay, so um, as this episode is already long, we have decided to split this into... Two parts, two so you can have two Because... At the moment, we have three conspiracy theories left. So next week's topic will also be conspiracy theories. And after that, it will be fashion. Whoa. Hopefully with a lovely special guest, but we're not going to say who it is because they might say no. Honestly, that's what happened like the last time we didn't say it because Michaela doesn't ask people until the day before. Um, it's not so- You don't need to expose me, bitch. Okay. Yes, I do, girl. Or have I exposed you, Conspiracy Phoebe? Am I actually here? Is this actually a podcast? Am I a real person? The answer is no. We've got to go because we've got to do two parts of this shit. Okay, so um, don't forget to follow me at Ava Jamjar on Instagram. And me at Michaela underscore fortune on Instagram. And our joint account at the House of Aveda on Instagram and also you can find us yeah and you can also find us on the same usernames on Twitter because we now have a Twitter account for the House of Aveda alongside our personal accounts so um I have been Ava Jamjar and I've been Michaela Fortune and you're listening to the Aveda show bye or are you bye